Hey guys, and welcome back to Mujeres That Rock. On today's episode, I'm super excited, and I know I always say this, but I'm super excited to have Elena on today's episode. Um, Elena is a YouTuber, a recent grad student, um, a person that lives in California, so, you know, the timing, like, even though we live in different time zones like she made it work made it be made it able to work for both of us and I appreciate that so much because you know I I know that you know even though we may live in different time zones like it's still it could be difficult you know um and I just very 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 appreciative of your time Elena and you know you telling us your story um i'm so grateful that you shared your story on mujeres that rock because it you know maybe it may not be easy for others but i think that that's one way to bring women together to connect you know mujeres around um really the world and yeah i i think that a lot of us can really relate to elena um, especially if you're a college student, um, you know, it, it's, yes, I feel like anyone really can relate to this, um, because we've all been there. So, yeah, I, I did have to cut out a couple of things from this episode because we did steer off course, um, and we were talking about other things, but, you know, um, yeah, I, I, hope you guys enjoy this episode i know it's a little bit longer than most but trust me it is so worth it it's um a very inspiring story um as the other stories are but this one just kind of like i i I could relate so much to this um so yeah i hope you guys enjoy um so sorry if you hear like sirens in the back siren siren siren. i can't even pronounce that word it's like 11 at night i'm so sleepy but i'm like doing this because you know i'm just like this is what i want to do so yeah um i think i even had my alexa let me not say my um white noise in the background so if you hear that i apologize but i was really trying to like keep all the noises you know from coming in but I think I had that on too loud so yeah I'm gonna shut my mouth now because I do not want to make this episode longer than what it already is um and I hope you guys enjoy I actually am going to be ending the season with Elena's episode um not really ending like I'm gonna stop for you know a couple of weeks no because that's not what I'm doing I'm still gonna continue next uh season next week so yeah I think you guys will enjoy the next segment of you know Mujeres at Rock or the next season um this has been something that has been on my heart for a couple of months now um and yeah I just wanted to say that so that way you guys are prepared um and i hope you guys truly enjoyed today's episode again please leave some feedback in the comments down below 
um, reach out to me, you know, Mujeres That Rock podcast uh, IG. If you have anyone that you may want to, for me to interview or speak with or, you know, um, just bring on Mujeres That Rock. And I have had a few friend of mine, friends of mine um, reach out and uh, have told me to reach out to a few mujeres and I am that is in the works but like I said next season is going to be a little bit different so yeah I hope you guys enjoyed enjoyed today's episode and I give you guys now Elena so okay I'm recording (laughs) so okay so Elena welcome and Thank you so much for coming on to Mujeres That Rock. Uh, I honestly, I, to be honest, I thought you were going to leave me on, re- on like red. And I was like, that's perfectly fine because I know a lot of people are busy. And I just, you know, I, I know you're super busy with school and, you know, everything that's going on in your life. So thank you so much for saying yes to this. Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for having me finding me I, I really appreciate when people find me and give me the chance to talk and share my story because it feels like people are actually listening you know people actually care yes and I am one of those people um but first I would like to start off with asking you one of my personal favorite questions and that is what is your magic what is my magic yes and that could be like whatever comes to mind. It doesn't literally have to be like something magical or, you know, it's whatever comes to mind. Okay, let's see. Um, I would say, I guess my magic is being able to uh, try to connect with people and sharing things with them and just finding ways to, you know, care for people, I guess you can say. And, I tr- that's kind of what I try to do, like, in general, in, like, my life, you know, not just with my family and my friends, I, like, care for strangers as well, so I don't know, I feel like that could probably be my magic, like, I just love to care for people and find ways to connect and care for people even that I don't know and don't, like, uh, personally know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, and that, you know, like I've said before, I feel like every time I ask this question, like women always relate it to what they're doing in life now and I feel like you know the way that I came across um your page your YouTube I I that makes total sense now and I I think that you do find that connection and you are thinking like outside of the box um with your content and that's one thing that I loved so much about you know coming across your YouTube page and so with that I mean can you tell us a little bit about how you know you kind of what you do now how you got started or not really how you got started but like what you do now um and what you've been doing these last couple of quarantine months I guess (laughs) yeah yeah so quarantine has been very weird honestly and weird for me I will say that so I haven't been I I say I haven't been doing much but really I just graduated from school and that was a really like big accomplishment for me especially during quarantine 
because I thought I wasn't going to get through it. But I had been in school at a four-year university for five years. And so I had finally finished in my fifth year. And I got two degrees. I got a Bachelor of Arts in uh, Communication Studies, Public Relations, and then my other degree is Media Studies. So I got two different degrees, which is really like a big deal for me. And also I just finished my contract for employment with a um, with the digital transformation team at my university. So I ended up getting this job, which was a staff position as like um, a recommendation from one of my professors. So one of my professors in my comm studies class had recommended me to them over there and um, they hired me on the spot as like a temporary contract um, day. And so I was able to do that, which was a big deal, another big deal for me too, because when you're a student at a university, usually you only can get student assistant jobs and it's really kind of difficult to get staff positions. And so to be able to get that staff position was really nice. And I was able to be on like that upper level for a little bit while I was still a student. So it was kind of difficult to maintain, but it was, you know, pretty, it was pretty rewarding and um, the position that I was able to get for the temporary contract, um, they also had the permanent position for it and they gave me the option, you know, to interview and all of that. I didn't end up getting the job, which is why I finished um, my contract with them in July, just recently in the beginning of July. And so I didn't get that job, but that was okay because I was like, that's okay. It wasn't really for me. It wasn't like the best job for me. Like I didn't really love it to that point, you know, so I can see why I wouldn't want that job or why I wouldn't get it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, so right now I'm just done with school and I am finished with my contract as like a, like as a staff position. And over there, I forgot to mention what I did over there. So I was hired as a project coordinator kind of like to sit in with the digital transformation team and the digital transformation team at my university what they do it's a it's a division of ITS and what they do is basically make um all the I guess technological advances they make things better so like one of the things I was working on was the app for my university it's called the My Coyote app and one of the things we were doing was um sending like push notifications for registration of classes or you know things like that and um another thing that we were doing is a virtual map so kind of like um I guess you could say the map for Disneyland you know how it has like the the virtual map and it tells you where everything is and it's 3D and all that stuff yeah like that yeah it was kind of like that for the campus and so that was like one of the projects that I was involved in and I didn't get to finish it, but it was okay because, you know, I had a really big part in it and I was able to, like, organize the entire thing and do all of this stuff. So it was really fun. So that's what I did there. And so, yeah, now I'm just kind of been in quarantine as a recent graduate and no job. So it's been kind of difficult trying to find a job, especially during the pandemic. And so, yeah, that's I've just been kind of on my own and trying to figure out what I'm going to do next because... That's just the position I'm in right now. Yeah. And one, congratulations, because I know the hard work it takes to graduate school. Um, I also went to school. I think I probably went to school for like six years, to be honest. I was very, very, very part-time at the beginning um, because 
I'm a mom, so my daughter was a little bit younger before, so it was hard for, you know, me and my husband to go to school. Like, we were both at school at the same time, but I was very part-time, and he was more, like, full-time. Um, so, yeah, so, and you're, like, I know so many people that went to school for a couple of years, um, but that is amazing that you got all of this knowledge and that you actually worked in this field because I think that that's what people look for um sometimes even when you take like an internship or anything like that like sometimes they're like well you know you need like two years of experience of experience like two to three years and it's like like you said as a college student that's a little bit hard to even get a type of job like that and I did see that video where um, you talk about that and like how I want to say she was your manager. It was like where you're recording with this other girl and then I think it's your manager and she was just like, you know, you're really good at this. And I was like, wow, you know, like the fact that they acknowledge this and I think, you know, we're moving, we're transitioning into something new where like social media is just like a big thing. Um, And the fact that you know how to, like, work all this stuff, that's just amazing. And, you know, you will find something, like, I know you will because there is just, especially, you're from California, correct? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. I've been born and raised here in California all my life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like, I, I feel like there's just so many opportunities out there that, you know, it's just... you know you don't have nothing to worry about I know that's probably like hard to hear right now but you don't like (laughs) thank you so much I really appreciate that yeah because yeah it is a little harder now especially because of the whole quarantine you know and like um it just times are tough for everyone right now you know so it's kind of hard to see like that light out of the tunnel you know yeah it, it really is and trust me you know I was actually put on furlough um back in March from my company and around May I was like I don't think they're gonna call me back because I hadn't heard from them and they were doing like um every other week or every week they were doing checkup on us and um they were calling us just to see how everything was going and you know trying to keep us like in the loop of what they were hearing what we were hearing um and I, I was getting worried. I was like, you know, if they don't call me, like, what am I going to do? And I'm actually, I started going, I, well, I started back uh, working July 1st. And um, I, I'm just, like, super busy. And now I'm also busy with, like, doing the podcast. And I am starting a nonprofit. And I'm just like, wow, who would have known? Like, you know, I think it's, like, timing and you'll be okay though like I just you know how you put out your content and stuff like that I feel like you will be okay (laughs) I I trust me like it's and like I said I know it's hard to hear those words but you'll be okay because and and I think too right after graduation you know if everyone's kind of like what am I gonna do um and I think that's one thing that kind of sits hard with like a recent grad um because it's kind of like what am I gonna do next you know uh 
I was in that, I, I was in that position when I got out of school or when I um, graduated from college and, but now I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm good. Like, it, it, but it, it does take a while to kind of transition and the pandemic definitely doesn't help. Um, but are you guys as a state, like, are you guys open or some places are, some places aren't or how is that over there? Yeah, so um, some places are, some places aren't. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with exactly everything, but as of right now, um, our restaurants are open, but everyone is like sitting outside kind of thing. And I'm trying to think of what else is closed. I, I don't know, pretty much it seems like everything's open, but it also seems like there are some things that are still closed, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but everyone wears a mask over here, and, you know, that's, like, required, as I'm sure it is everywhere. And so, yeah, like, that's kind of, like, the state of us over here, I guess. Um, it's just weird because nothing feels right, and I feel like everything, everyone's still kind of at home. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's still unemployed, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird all around. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. But, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that hopefully things change. I, I, I don't know about, well, I'm sure probably in California, but I, with us, like, schools are closed. Like, everyone's starting virtual, um, mm -hmm. which I just, you know, my daughter, she was just already having a hard time with school shutting down. And now with it starting virtual she's just like what's happening um but yeah, it's a big shift. it is and you know and I try not to think about it because I'm like if I think about this then I'm gonna think about this and then I'm gonna get sad and then it's just gonna be a mess so <laughs> like I'm yeah. glad that I'm busy at work and you know my husband's like at least you get to go to work and leave to work and mm -hmm. and yeah. he's yeah. like uh, see, I don't mind staying at home. I'm a very, like, at-home body. Um, yeah. But my husband, he has to be busy. And he's like, I like my routine. I like going up, getting up, mm -hmm. going to the gym, going to work. And right now, um, he's a teacher, so he's not doing either. Um, he is going yeah. to the gym, but he's like, you know, it's not the same. Um, right. But, you know, moving forward, I... I want I want to start by asking you like what motivated you to start your YouTube channel? Yeah, so um, I started my YouTube channel back in I want to say 2015, and that was as soon as I graduated high school. And um, throughout high school, I was always like into makeup and stuff like that, and that's when like all the trends started coming about, like eyebrows and eyeliner and just makeup started to get more popular especially like with youtube and like growing up for me you know i i, I know as i'm 23 so technically i'm part of like a different you know i'm not part of the millennial generation i guess you can say but i was 97 i'm 1997 and so i like to think of myself as still like part of the millennials because mm -hmm. like as growing up you know we were able to see like the switch from analog to digital and all of that stuff and like I got to see like the emergence of you know all the social media and everything like that so it was like during high school at the time that YouTube was getting a lot bigger and beauty videos especially for me were becoming a lot bigger and more common you know and so throughout high school I was always watching 
makeup tutorials and I just really fell in love with the idea of makeup and just finding ways to like perfect beauty I guess you could say or like enhance your beauty or whatever it is you know yeah and I just fell in love with that and like I I wouldn't say like my makeup in high school was the best it was probably honestly really awful now that I'm thinking back but (laughs) everyone would ask me everyone would ask me to do their makeup or how I did this or how I get my eyeliner so straight or things like that you know little simple things and you know thinking back now I'm like I did not do my makeup the best but people were always asking me like you should make a video or you should tell me teach me how to do it or whatever so so many people finally had asked me and I was just kind of like maybe I should do a YouTube video especially since I was watching everyone you know on YouTube doing their own thing and doing their makeup tutorials and things like that and so I was like yeah maybe I should do it too and and I also just wanted to do it just because I'm an only child as well so I didn't grow up with siblings at all and I like to consider my cousins, I, I come from a Mexican family, and so all my cousins, you know, I have so many, and I like to consider them as my siblings, but, you know, they, they didn't live with me, I mean, we spent a lot of time together, especially at my grandparents' house, things like that, but they didn't live with me, and so I had, like, a different kind of childhood, you know, especially as, like, an only child, so I thought, like, starting a YouTube channel would be a way to, like, connect with people, especially around the world, you know? because just the internet and social media in general is just so big, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, I started my channel, and I just wanted it to be mostly on makeup, and I was just watching so many makeup tutorials, and then finally I just got more into makeup that I started doing makeup as a freelance artist, and for a while I was doing that, and I was working at um, a boutique. It was a boutique here in California called Gia Monet and she was a self-starter um boutique owner and she's still doing her own thing I had met her I think just from walking into her store and she gave me a job to work for her and it was a different kind of retail job you know I it was a boutique in a regular mall but she was doing things a lot differently and like she was on uh social media and everything like that and so I got to be part of like creating outfit of the day photos when those are starting to become popular and things like that so that's another reason why it like connected me to like doing YouTube and Instagram and doing photos like that I was doing it as for myself you know as just a personal hobby and then also as like my job as a retail worker at her boutique so that was really fun and like I was doing that for a while and so doing that and like also going to college and doing my youtube channel like it was it was a lot but it was really fun and so i just kind of wanted to do that you do youtube just because you know i just wanted to put my stuff out there and see how much more i can bring out into my shell i guess yeah i i love that i love the ending that you said uh, see what i could bring out um because i feel like that's for a lot of like young girls and I say younger girls because like like younger than you you know um because okay so a lot of younger girls um sometimes like I feel like it's hard for them to come out or kind of showcase you know what they're doing and stuff and um or even think like that what they're doing looks good like as in makeup or eyebrows or 
you know, what, whatever it may be. Um, I love meeting like new young girls or, or new or not new, but younger girls. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love meeting new people, but I love meeting young girls that are definitely into showcasing, you know, what they do. Um, I think that's amazing because it just, it builds not only like, you know, that entrepreneur part or, um, you whatever else may come with that, like a business or anything like that. But also I feel like it puts that confidence in you. Like, I got this, like, I know how to do this. And, you know, I love your makeup. It's very much my style. Um, like when I feel like I could relate to you so much just off of your, uh, YouTube channel. Like I literally, I think I found you, um, through a, what's in my, what's in my work bag slash school bag, I think. Um, yeah. And, uh, that cost for me to like go out and buy a bag, even though really I probably (laughs) don't need it, but I'm back at work. So yeah. Um, but that's how I came across your page. And then, um, I want to say I just started seeing like just watching all your other videos like in the morning as I was getting ready to go to work I started looking um just watching them and you know uh basically like doing my research and I was like I have to reach out to her and I think after I watched like maybe the third video I reached out to you and I was like um I'm like hopefully she answers and because uh, I was like you know she has a like even when people have the followers like that you have and stuff, I know it's hard. Like messages get lost within, you know, DMs or whatever. And, um, it can be hard. And I did see, uh, cause I think I was just following you on YouTube and then I started following you on social media. And once I saw that you graduated, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Then she's like super busy right now. Um, but how was that? Like you did touch a little bit on like going to school, working for the boutique and then, um, you know, everything out your channel that you were doing, how was juggling all of that? Like to work, to be able to do everything that you were doing. Yeah. So it was, uh, pretty difficult, especially at the time I was working at the boutique because I was working a lot of hours. I, kind of moved up really fast and I was able to manage some of the girls who worked there and I was trying to find more ways to be creative there as well as you know in my personal life and end at schooling you know trying to find my place and um during that time I had moved closer to my school and to work so um where I live is kind of a little farther from my school and from basically um a lot of things we call it where i'm from i'm from hispanic california that's where i'm at right now and uh there we call this down the hill because there's a hill we live in the high desert and in the lower desert like in an empire area you know you have to go down this hill and so we say down the hill i just wanted to kind of make that clear because i might say that but um <laughs> i moved down the hill you know to an apartment yeah and uh when i first started school I was living in the dorms with a friend, and she's my best friend from high school. And it didn't end up working out because, you know, she went, we just went our separate ways, you know, and I didn't want to stay in the dorms any longer. And I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do because, you know, I moved, I moved away from home from my parents and I was at school. 
and I decided I was just going to do an apartment instead because I was making okay money, I guess. Now thinking about it, like I wasn't making enough money to <laughs> like get myself an apartment, and I just decided, yeah, I'm going to get myself an apartment. So I got myself an apartment, but it wasn't the easiest thing, and so I had to have help from my parents and my dad, and he really helped me out because he worked close to my school and so he was like okay I can help you out with the apartment because I'm gonna stay here with you sometimes because again like it was down the hill and going up and down the hill the commute is very um heavy and there's a lot of blood of traffic and whatever and so he was willing to you know help me with the apartment and do that for me because I wasn't able to find a roommate and I wasn't sure if I wanted to live with anyone else anymore you know because I had kind of a bad experience with my uh, best friend from high school so I finally like we finally decided yeah we're just gonna do that like I'll just live with the apartment by myself my dad will live with me as, uh, you know like half the week or whatever it was gonna be you know and that's what we were gonna do so I can go to school and be close to school and close to work and it was gonna be you know perfect right like I thought it was gonna all work out <laughs> for the best but it did not <laughs> very quickly I did I learned that I do not like living alone and I cannot do it. And I thought for sure I was able to get it. I was going to be able to do it because, you know, as an only child, I'm very independent, whatever. But just being at the apartment was just a lot different. And, like, becoming an adult like that, like, very quickly, like, it's just different. Especially when I went from living at the dorms to, like, you know, being in my own place, like, away, kind of a little bit away from school, you know. It was, it was really difficult for me. And I it was just hard like I don't know what it was but I just kind of lost my passion for school and I just kind of lost myself I guess because I was alone all the time and I just felt very lonely at the apartment and I kind of fell into this depression and it was really hard for me and I just wasn't sure I was going to be able to go to school especially since towards that end of my first year uh, when I was moving out of the dorms I failed the class because it was just it was just a weird time, you know, like, especially your first year of college, it's really hard for everyone, I feel, and especially, like, as a first-generation student, you know, my parents didn't go to college, and so they didn't really know what to expect, and I didn't know what to expect, you know, so it was really difficult for me to find, like, a balance, or just to find my place at school, I guess, and find my purpose, and so I like ended up failing a class because it was hard for me to get to class or whatever, for whatever reason, I just didn't get to pass this one class. And I was taking it really easy and slow in school because, you know, I didn't want to overload with any units or anything like that. And because of that, since I failed one class out of like three, it ended up really hurting me and my financial aid. So that was another reason why it was very hard for me and like I fell into this depression because I have lost my financial aid and I had written an appeal to the university. I did all this, I did all the right things, you know, and I was still denied and so I didn't have any financial aid for school and it was really hard because, you know, my parents couldn't afford school. They could only barely afford to help me with the apartment, you know, things like that. So it was really hard on me that that like really hurt me a lot and so again I like fell into this depression and finally like I I felt like I just needed to do something and my mom was always pushing me to do something about it you know and to say like 
she was always pushing me to, I guess, find help because she knew that she couldn't help me or whatever and, like, that I was going to have to do it on my own, but that I would have to figure it out and, like, uh, find resources, I guess, at school. And so she kind of pushed me to that, and I was able to find the counseling and psychological services at school and things like that. And so I had called. I made an appointment um, as part of, like, the public university. You know, I was paid for that service and everything and so I was able to make an appointment with the therapist and I talked with the therapist and all that and I had let her know you know I lost my financial aid I don't know what I'm gonna do I feel like I have no money for school I can't keep asking my parents for money basically you know I'm like I'm trying to afford this apartment and I'm so lonely you know it's just like it was like my my rock bottom I guess that I hit and um, she was able to refer me to a program at my school that is for first-generation students. Um, it's called SAIL, and I forgot to mention what school I went to, but it's called CSUSB. It's Cal State University of San Bernardino, and there they have this program SAIL, which is for first-generation students, um, government-funded. And so they, she referred me over there, and I was able to apply to... Um, I guess just to the program because I guess you you weren't allowed they only took like certain applications you know and they can only take certain people because again it's government funded so they can't help everyone unless like you're referred or whatever so because I was referred by the therapist um, I was able to apply and as I was doing my application you know the the director was just asking me like oh like you get financial aid and whatever and I was like no I told her the same story I'm like that's why I'm here I need help I don't get financial aid I don't I wrote an appeal they denied me I don't know what to do and she's like she had access to all of my information to my uh, portal and stuff like that as like a student mm -hmm. and she was able to view all that stuff and she's like really it says here that you are eligible for financial aid and that you, your appeal was approved Wow. And you're just not getting financial aid. And I'm like, what? Like, no way that my my appeal was approved because I have an email that says it was denied and they're not giving me financial aid. So I don't know what you're talking about, you know? So it was a big deal. And so she called the financial aid office and financial aid is kind of a nightmare at public universities. And I, yes. I don't know, I guess just in general, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> like, yeah, like just sneaking of like unemployment office and everything you know anything that has to do with money it's very complicated and, and a nightmare you know so I had never talked to a person I had never been able to call financial aid you know I had never that wasn't really a thing it's almost like they don't really help you it's like you just have to do what you have to do and if you don't then you don't get financial aid you know so she was able to call someone over there and talk to them and ask them well what's going on whatever you know and they said yeah the appeal was approved I don't know why the message sent out a denial message or whatever but I guess it was an automated message I don't know I never found out what the heck actually happened all I remember after that was getting a meeting with the financial aid advisors and and talking to them and figuring out what we were going to do because they were supposed to give me my financial aid and the appeal that I had written was uh viable cause or whatever it was a reasonable cause for me not to you know um lose it or whatever so um i met with them and they were able to talk to me or ask me some questions and say like well what the heck happened you know and i'm like well i'm asking them what the heck happened like you guys are <laughs> supposed to give me money and apparently 
you guys sent me the wrong email, so what the heck, you know? Yeah. So they had ended up telling me that, yeah, it was a mistake on their end, and that they were going to, you know, refund me for that quarter that I had missed, because, again, like, that quarter that I had no financial aid, my parents ended up paying for it, and I ended up failing all the classes, because I was just, like, so, you know disappointed in myself that okay I'm not gonna have financial aid like I guess I'm not gonna go to school anymore and I'm not doing well anyways so it's like it was just a down you know it was a spiral and I just went on the spiral and things like that but so going back I know I'm like going back and forth but um, no you're fine you're going, totally fine <laughs> yeah going back to going back to like the meeting with financial aid that's when they were able to tell me like okay we're gonna we'll be back for that quarter that you failed even though you failed it because I was supposed to be getting my financial aid and then also for the other for the rest of the quarters you know because I was obviously eligible mm-hmm. so that happened and then during that time that was happening it was winter quarter and because my university was still in quarter systems at that time we had just barely switched over to semester systems just this fall that's coming in. We finally are switching over to semesters, but our university was like the last to be like on the quarter system or whatever. But during that time, it was winter quarter and I had decided that I was just going to take a break and that I wasn't going to go during that time and I was just going to, you know, work and do, uh, save up as much money as I could, you know, to pay my parents back and, you know, just to have money saved up so that I could figure something out and, I could get back into school because I had thought to myself too, I was like, I was working 40 hours a week up to the retail store and I was going full time to school. So I thought this is not going to work out. Like I need to figure something out and I need to put my focus in school because now that I'm going to get my financial aid again, like this is like a time for me, you know, to figure something out, something that works. So I decided to quit my job. And put all my focus into school, especially after you know getting my financial aid back. And I just, I just knew because I had always wanted to go to school, and you know my parents always pushed me to go get my degree and things like that. So I just had to do that. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna quit my job, and I'm just gonna see what I can do, and hopefully my parents can support me. And it didn't really last long, um, so I didn't stay at the apartment that long because, again, like it was very lonely and, and awful too. So we had ended up finishing our lease there, my dad and I, and I just ended up moving back home with both of my parents. So I was there back at home, and I was just going to school full time, only living on whatever I had from financial aid because I was eligible for so much, you know, that I just didn't know I was, you know? Mm -hmm. So I found new ways to, like, get even extra money, which I wanted to, like, share to everyone. And I tried to share to as many friends and students on campus. But basically, when I, during this whole process of, like, the issue with financial aid, I had always applied for financial aid very early. So usually financial aid comes out, like, on the 1st of October. And I would apply and do all of that right away, and I would end up getting rewarded for it. So my university would have like state grants or just certain things that were first come first serve. So depending on when you applied, you could get more money. And so I was doing that every single year of college, and 
well, ever since, like, after I had got my financial aid back, but ever year since after that, I had been doing that, and I was getting more money from the state, which really helped me out because I was able to, you know, go to school full-time and try to support myself as best as I could with that while living at my parents, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was able to do, and it worked out for me, and I was just in school doing that, and, um, Finally, like, after a while, after I got my routine back, I guess, uh, I was finally, like, finding my purpose in school. I decided to apply to some student assistant jobs, and that's when I was able to get a job as a graphic designer and a PR specialist with um, the Teaching Resource Center on campus, which is, like, for faculty and stuff like that. They do things for faculty or whatever. So um, I got that job. And I was doing super well there because we would make like newsletters. We would do so many different graphic design pieces. I say we because my my uh, director and my assistant would help me or whatever. We would like come up with ideas and things like that. But I was constantly making like different flyers and things like that. And I had learned all of that just from taking one class. It was called a publication class, publication design class at my school for my program. And I just learned all of that and I learned to use Canva. Again, like, super simple, um, uh, it's like an iPhone app and it's a web design software. And so I was able to learn how to do that. And I was basically making so many different designs and flyers for the campus and for the center and all of that. So um, I know I'm like getting off on a tangent. I can't even remember what the question was. No, you're fine. No, 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 no. Because I think you touched like uh, the question was like, how are you juggling everything um, with, uh, you know, school, work, um, your channel and stuff. And but you touched on so many good. You touched up on so many good things um, because I feel like a lot of students don't admit to this. So thank you so yeah. much for sharing your story. Like I was literally sitting here nodding my head like I've been through that. Yes, I know about that. Yes. Like you know, it it's um like like I said, my husband and I, it was both of us. Um I was working here and there. It was a little bit more difficult for me to kind of even work because, you know, our daughter was young, um, and he was like if you could stay at home and like me go to work and you know take care of our baby and do like the house things like that would be amazing he's like just wait until you know i get like i graduate start my job and then you know you could work somewhere part-time and you know we got to a point where it was really bad like it was bad and we also have um a staff at at our school called care for anyone out there that goes to Kennesaw State and needs like to go talk to a counselor a therapist anyone um and these are free services to students um they also provide um food they have a pantry there and you know I like I've gotten things from there from the from their pantry because that's just like how bad it got. I don't even think I have shared this with anyone. 
I'm trying to think. I might, like, maybe my best friend, my husband knows. But, yeah, like, you know, I had to go talk to someone and I was just like, we need help. Like, how can we, you know, get help, get assistance? And, um, yeah, I mean, there's just so many things out there. We also have a program for first-generation students where um, the RPG at Kennesaw State, uh, where they guide us, like, give us resources. Um, if we need, like, calculators, books, anything of that sort, or to need to, like, borrow a book, I know that they rent out books. Also, Barnes and, Barnes and Nobles, they rent books, too, for students. Um, but that's really interesting how you said that out there, if you apply to um, to your financial aid, like, early, that you guys get these perks. Because I... I don't think we do. I don't know if it depends on like which state you live in. Um, I know that we do have like a whole bunch of um, scholarships out here. Uh, That is one thing, you know, if you're like a first generation student, um, if you're a single mom, if you're a mom, really like there's a whole bunch of scholarships out there that you can apply for. Um, and that's just, you know, you're just basically saying the life of a college student because a lot of people, and not saying that, you know, you were like, oh, like, it's going to be easy. I'm going to leave, you know, like, I think a lot of people, though, do think like, well, it'll be easy. I'll grow up, all this stuff, but it, it, it's really hard. It's, it's tough. Like, and I think it can get lonely, um you know, it's like a reality check for a lot of students, Um, especially if you're a first-generation Hispanic Mexican student because you come from a big family. Well, like, I I come from a semi-big family, and it's like you think that you want to probably be away from your family, but you don't. Um, To be honest, I've gotten used to it. Like, I moved maybe like 40 minutes from where I used to live before with my family um and yeah like now I'm used to it uh you know that I live like an hour and a half maybe away from my family um but luckily I still live in the same state uh yeah but I I think that that's I thank you for sharing your story because you know it I think a lot of people out here need to hear it especially during these times um i think a lot of people were stuck at home and had to sit with their feelings and it might have been hard for some um and it's you know like i'm not gonna sit here and say it wasn't hard for me to be honest like i said though like i am a hermit like i love being at home (laughs) i returned to work and i told my our gm i was like you were on my vacation. He was like, seriously? Like, what vacation did you have? But I, I'm just, I just love being at home, like, with my family. I know I probably annoy them. Um, they were probably ready for me to leave because I was just like, yeah, every day I was like, oh, let's do this, this, and this. And they're like, no, we don't want to do that. Like, we want to sleep in and not hang out with you. But I just, I don't know. That's just me. Like, that's who I am. And but I know that, like, for my husband and for my daughter, it was it was hard, um, especially for the young kids, for sure. My daughter, 
she, you know, she missed out on her eighth grade, like the last year of her eighth or her eighth grade year, the last part of it. Um, and that that was kind of hard because as a parent, I was like, there's nothing I can do like to fix this. You know, I just have to kind of sit with her in her feelings. Um, and you know now I did prep her I was like look there may be a chance that you're starting virtual what are your goals you know with your channel so like short-term goals right now like my shortest term goal is to get to over a thousand subscribers I guess you could say yeah um for sure over a thousand subscribers just I only say that because I want to monetize my channel again Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I had my channel monetized before when YouTube guidelines were different because they constantly change and, you know, because the YouTube community is growing so big, um, they had to change the guidelines and so they, the requirement to monetize your channel now is to have over a thousand subscribers and have a certain amount of views and all of that stuff. So I want to get to that milestone in order to monetize my channels again, my channel again because before my videos were monetized and I was making like a few dollars off of them and any views that I did get I was making a little bit of money and it wasn't enough money to for YouTube or Google to send me a check but it was something that was adding up you know so it was kind of frustrating when they changed their guidelines because they you know they had to change it and I wasn't sure like what was going to happen with all that money that I had earned you know from AdSense and all that stuff because you can monetize your videos with uh, Google and they pay you based on ads and things like that so definitely I want to like get to that point and and also just grow and get a bigger audience because I know a lot of people um, even to this day are still watching my videos I haven't been posting uh, as often I haven't posted in a while just because of everything going on and just I just felt like I needed to take my break and I'm just trying to like get back into it but um, even though I'm not posting there are so many people still commenting on my videos constantly I have notifications for my comments and I love to read what people say and watching my you know them watching my videos like months later even though they've been posted like for a while you know but a lot of people still write their comments and I get to talk to them and so I, I really want to grow with my audience in order to connect with more people and to respond to more people because I know you mentioned that you thought I wasn't going to respond you know to your message yeah. but <laughs> I, I love to respond to everyone's messages and I kind of pride myself on that like even with emails at work or just with school or whatever it is like I love to be prompt and you know respond as quickly as I can and as much as I can you know to everyone so um I I really like to do that because I like to speak with everyone and I give some people you know my time of day I guess you could say so yeah um I just definitely want to grow my audience so I can connect with more people and talk with more people because I, I love to hear what more people have to say especially like whenever I share my story about school that's one of my biggest, or yeah, my most watched videos on my channel is me talking about how I felt about my classes and everything that happened with school. And so many people had shared their story about it and uh, basically shared their concerns and their questions to me. And so I definitely want to like shift my channel into that direction too. And 
I kind of like to keep my chat say that my channel is mostly a makeup channel, but really it's like a makeup beauty lifestyle channel because it's like kind of following me and like what I do in my life, I guess, and how it can help people. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to share more, have a bigger audience for that and share more about you know, myself and how I can help other people, I guess, and especially with the experiences that I go through and things like that. So, yeah. Well, Elena, I, when I, when you responded, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she responded. I think I was like, actually, I wasn't even home. I think I was out and, um, I wasn't, yeah, I was out at the store and, um, my husband was at home and then my daughter was with her grandmother and I was like, I like called her and I was like I got a YouTuber to uh, come on my podcast and she was like what really who and like I told her and um so fun fact my daughter's name I actually named my daughter after your name but I changed it a little bit her name is Eleni so Eleni and yeah so just take away the A at the at the end and add the Y um, and then I actually have her name tattooed on my back and, um, that crown that you have on your, on your YouTube channel, I have that crown tatted on my back too. Cause like, I don't know. I, I was like, I just think it's like so elegant. Wow. I'm like, it's a tattoo and I just think it's so elegant. <laughs> it is elegant. Okay. Like when, when I think about my daughter, I just like you, she, okay like I feel like I'm like I hope I hope you know I'm, I always see my daughter in women that I meet and I'm just like oh my god like they remind me of Eleni so much and my daughter's also um an, an only child uh you know we do hope to give her a baby brother like I always I'm always like a baby brother but we don't we don't care we we hope to give her like a sibling um and so yeah I you know I that was like a little fun fact and I was like Eleni she has your name and she's like her name's Eleni and I'm like no it was the name I named you after because I love that name Elena like I love that name um I really I'm so flattered and I'm so <laughs> glad that you can pronounce my name right because everyone calls me <laughs> Elena oh and- god Oh my gosh, my entire life, everyone has called me Elena in high school, school, whatever, and I just, I had never corrected anyone, you know, because I was... Wait, I, they, they call you Elena even if, if they're Hispanic? Yeah, so that's the thing. So it's weird, especially like being in California. So is there anything that you would like to let someone know out there who is trying to grow or start their own YouTube channel? Um, and how they may grow, like, their community. Oh, wait, before you answer that. To be honest, like, I was like, I, like, I don't care if you have a thousand. You're actually almost there, so. I am, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I was like, I was about to tell you, like, have you been on your page? Because you're almost there. (laughs) Um, But, like, I love, I just love when youtubers you know i feel like to me you're a big person you know um one you're from cali like i don't know i i i would be lying and people 
better fucking admit to this too because they know if they met a person from Cali, like they would be like, oh shit, like there's someone big, you know? Um, I just feel like that's me. That's how, you know, even my daughter, she was like, she still has a pretty good amount of people. Like she is big, you know? My husband's like, well, how many followers does she have? And um, I told him and I was like, look, I don't to be honest I don't care about the numbers um because you could have I've reached out to people that have less followers than you and they're kind of like eh I'm not gonna give you the time of day so you know it's it it's really on like your like who you are you know and I to me I feel like your content is beautiful what you are putting out there is amazing you're putting out there like the truth you're speaking the fucking truth basically about a college <laughs> student because like that's just really what it is you know um and a lot of people like they don't know like what you know what I might have gone through in co- during college time and but it's so like I could relate so much to everything that you said today about your story um even the uh what is it financial aid you know like my last year I had to like pull money out of my ass literally like to be able to pay you know um so I I think that we need to talk more about this we definitely need to talk about like people's credits and stuff I think these are just things that we need to talk about as like first generation Hispanic uh Mexican American Chicanos that you know we may not have like a family to teach us that or we may not have that advantage or that privilege to have known this you know growing up and stuff so i yeah. i thank you you for saying everything that you said today because it's it's the truth and it's your story and you're not the only one out there you know and i hope that someone else out there is listening to this and kind of knows like you're not alone um and even you you're not alone like I know what it feels like to have graduated and not be doing anything and that depression that you may feel or sadness or like anxiety of like not knowing especially even now not knowing what's gonna come next um but yeah like I, I I really do admire you for talking about this, especially on YouTube and letting everyone else out there know what happened and, you know, you being able to see how many people related to you uh, with that, you know, because you would be surprised. You would be surprised. Um, but, yeah, so what What can you, what kind of, what advice can you give someone who is trying to grow or start their YouTube channel or grow their community Okay, well, I first want to say I'm very flattered that you think I have so many followers because, yeah, that is not a thing, and I swear I feel like I have no followers, even though, yes, I do have, I'm not just going to not acknowledge it, like, yeah, I have over 900 subscribers, that's over 900 people, I'm hoping, that are watching my videos at least or something, you know, but, yeah, I I don't want to say that I'm so amazing or that like I'm anyone anything better than anyone who doesn't have you know these followers or anything like that and I find it very funny that 
I, I feel like that's, that's a big stereotype about people who live in California is that, like, we're all famous and that we're all, like, we're all very, um, I don't know, I guess just we're all someone, you know? <laughs> and I guess, that, yeah, it is kind of true. Like, we are someone, but I don't know. I don't like to think of myself as like that, you know? And um, I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, like, I don't even have it all figured out. Like, and it's, I just want to say, like, the best advice I could give to someone who wants to start a channel is just to do it and to just find their, to find themselves and find what they like and find their purpose, I guess, and what they're trying to do. Because some people, you know, may only want to have a channel just to share with, like, their family and friends, you know, or just with the people that they know and things like that. And, and that's fine. And and other people may want to grow really big or whatever it is, you know, everyone has their different goals and stuff. And so I feel like whatever they want to do or whatever you want to do, it's just, just do it and just start it. And, um, like you'll learn along the way. And I feel like I'm still learning it along the way. And I feel like I still don't have everything figured out. And I can't tell you exactly a formula. Like there's no formula to get views. There's no specific anything, you know, it's, it's it's very it's very weird being on YouTube and wanting to grow, especially like social media just in general because I feel like most of it is kind of luck and part of it is kind of like algorithm and like um, you know, numbers and just like certain things that can boost your you know, your views and things like that. But for the most part I feel like it's mostly luck and it's like if that's just what it's gonna be, that's what it's gonna be and I I kind of don't like to push myself to become any bigger too because it's like I like where I'm at right now too you know and I, and I like being you know having my 900 subscribers and I, I really appreciate it because it's like I have people like you coming to me and talking to me and, sh and asking me to talk with them you know so I don't know I feel like there's no there's no right way to do anything and especially YouTube so it's like just finding what you want to do and, and and finding your purpose and sharing that with people like that's all that matters because like I just try my best to share more about myself and like I'm also like just being in my 20s like I'm still trying to figure everything out in general and about myself so doing this is kind of just something for me and for other people to see I guess so yeah I don't know but I Elena I am sorry for taking up so much of your time um okay. do, do you have I, I know you did have like you said a couple of last minute words but do you have any other last minute words that you want to say to anyone listening out there your followers your youtube your youtube family like anyone out there that's listening to you or yeah listening to you now <laughs> yeah I, I guess i would just say thank you so much for listening and watching to me watching me and my channel and uh, I really appreciate all of those people who have taken the time to uh, find me and you know to even just like someone like you, you know, who had the um, I, I guess I don't know power to talk to me I guess like it, it's really amazing and I really love that and I just I hope to speak with more of my followers and and connect with more people because that's that's just what I want and I, I love to do that I, I know I've probably said that so many times in this, in this um, 
in this episode in this I I don't even know what to call it in this episode of yeah in this episode there we go in this conversation <laughs> I, I see I'm like I, I can be so funny and weird and like I am so still bad at speaking I feel and what? I'm still learning no, yes, I, feel like, no I, I, I feel like I'm still learning and like anyone else is like said about themselves like no like, I feel so many other people are, like, so much better at me than speaking, and I always feel so embarrassed because I'm, like, I'm a calm graduate, like, how do I not know how to talk, you know? Elena, I love how you speak, like, in your videos, like, you speak, okay, and not saying that nobody else speaks perfectly, but I feel like you speak so perfect, like, you talk, like, slow enough for people to understand what you're saying you get your point across and you deliver like you just deliver so i i love like oh my god i can't believe you feel that way no like i i love so good to hear that is so good to hear like that really helps me out because i feel like the total opposite and i feel i have so much more to learn and i don't know maybe that's a good thing that i feel like i still have so much more to learn because then it's like I'm not gonna stop trying to learn. <laughs> yeah, no, and I love how you on one of your videos you were like, I'm a lifelong lifelong learner, um, where you know you're thinking about grad school and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't even know if you said that. I think you did say that, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, wait, I, people just like, I just hear. Basically, <laughs> my husband's like, you just hear what you want to hear. No, I mean, but I I know what people say. I have really good memory, so I'm like, I know they said this because I, I don't spend all this time not knowing, like, not mm-hmm. watching them to not know, you know? So yeah. I, I, I love that about you, you know? I love that you are still pushing forward even though these are the most, I'm just going to tell you, like, your stories, your story is probably, like, the most, one of the most successful stories you know because we are that what do i like to call us um we're the product of something that wasn't supposed to be here basically you know that wasn't supposed to succeed but like and and i say that because you know i was a high school mom um a teenage mom so like every time I go somewhere I'm like I am that product like I I'm the product of this that wasn't supposed to be here basically you know yeah. and and I, I I think that that's just so amazing like your story is a, like a, a truly inspiring successful story because you didn't give up just because you know you failed one semester I mean people have failed out of like college you know that they don't and they don't even return and it's like you're talking about grad school and that's just so amazing to hear because that's basically like what I live for you know to hear people speak like this because I just love hearing success stories like this and I'm I'm just so thankful forever grateful that I have this recording you know now forever on my podcast and that you were able to share your story and you could like one day you know if you need to guide someone back to this episode you could be like look listen to this like this is my story you know so it's just amazing to hear women like you and how we always like there's room for failure but like 
there's no room really to like mourn. I feel like as a Latina woman, I, there's just like we gotta keep going, you know. And it, it's hard, but I I think it's just so. That's just who we are, you know. I I feel like just as a brown person, a brown minority, it's just this is who we are basically you yeah. know and yeah, and definitely. i i love like i i love just everything that you have to say um and i love that you shared everything that you did today with us yeah, well thank you and i really appreciate you taking the time to reach out to me and do this with me because it's it's great and i i i really want people to take that from my story and from like this entire episode because it's like um failing is okay you know like basically that it's it's okay and that things like that happen and it's just something that's just a part of life but like it's never something that can define you or not even it's i feel like it's it's important to like embrace it and i feel like i like to embrace it because Mm -hmm. it's, it's the truth and it's reality and i feel like it's really important to be honest and true to yourself and to your experience and your situation and everything like that so I really hope like people can take that away and can understand that for themselves because it can be hard like everyone life in general is hard and trying to learn from your mistakes can be very difficult but it shouldn't be something that kind of defines us it should be something that we embrace and we learn from I guess yes I'm gonna and I'm gonna end it there Elena thank you so much again i will list all your social media your youtube everything on the um on today's episode like on the on the show notes and stuff uh for everyone that wants to go out there and watch you and listen to you and go and follow her she's almost at a thousand followers like i think that's amazing like yes thank you so much for being on here today yeah, thank you so much for having me and it was so great speaking.